Welcome to another episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Kirsten Holder, and today we're talking with Clea Rajan, Executive Director of the Independent Shopkeepers Association, which is a nonprofit organization working to support local shops in the state of Oklahoma. Clea was also on the founding team of what is now the famous holiday pop-up shops, um, all the way from their inception in 2013, and she is here today to talk to us about all things local shopping. Welcome, Clea. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited you're here. So, Clea, tell us where the idea for the holiday pop-up shops came about. So, the Downs, like you said, made their first appearance in Midtown in 2013. And seven years ago doesn't feel like that long ago, but the neighborhood looked very different than it does today. So there really wasn't much retail um, at all down there. So one of the first goals back then was to bring local retail downtown and also for the participating shops to kind of test out the market and get a glimpse of what it would look like to own a shop in the area, which we've seen throughout the years. Many of them ended up opening brick and mortars in Midtown or Auto Alley. And then the other goal was to give customers a central point to shop local during the holidays. So, you know, we know national chain stores and malls are seen as convenient, especially in a city as spread out as Oklahoma City, where you have to drive everywhere. So we wanted to make it as easy as possible for shoppers to come to just one place and mark everyone off their list by shopping from all local shops. I love it. Well, the domes are definitely one of my favorite go-tos every year, uh, of course, to support local, but also because there are just such fun things down there. I mean, unique gifts that you don't find other places. Um, and it seems like all the shops really bring their best foot forward, which is just so great. Um, but this year, the pop-up shops will look a little different. Instead of the domes that you typically have, you're going to have uh, 10 by 10 tents spread out all over the property where you're normally set up. Um, mandatory masks, hand sanitizing stations, those kind of safety protocols are also going to be enforced. So tell us a bit about opening weekend and what your hours will look like and what this event will look like this year. Yeah, so, um you know, as much as we love the domes, we are letting them hibernate for this season. So we can still host the event and have it in the safest way possible for the community and for the shops. And that's where taking the shopping outdoors allows us to do that. So this also means that our hours will be a little bit different than previous years. So we'll be open Saturdays from 10 to 7 and Sundays from 10 to 5, starting on November 28th, which is small. Um, business Saturday and then we'll go all the way to December 20th right before Christmas and you know like you said it's going to look a little different than our previous events and we're obviously hoping to bring back the domes next year but for this year this is a way for us to make sure we give customers a safe way to shop local because our independent shops need our support more than ever and it'll still be a way for families to create um, some new magical memories, which they have done at the event every year. So we will have safety protocols in place. Masks will be required, so don't forget to bring your mask. We'll clean surfaces regularly. We'll have hand sanitizer stations available, and then we'll monitor attendance so everyone can comfortably um, follow social distancing guidelines. 
That is great. Again, I just love that you're able to still have this. It is such a fun event. It really is something that gets everybody in the holiday spirit. Um, some of the staples that you guys normally have that I'm thankful you're able to bring back are the Bishop John Carroll Christmas tree lot. Um, we had some fun family pictures there last year and Katie Bugs, which is always just a fun way to get in the spirit anyway. Are you allowed to give us a preview of who else we can expect to see at this year's pop-up shops? Yeah, so we will have the Christmas tree lot, which will have different hours than us, and they'll be open every weeknight and weekend. Um, and the fun fact about them is that they're actually a fundraiser for that school's athletic department. So we're really excited that they're able to still do it this year. And then um, alongside with Katie Bugs, Big Friendly will be back with some canned beers and growlers to go this year. Curbside Chronicle will come back with their wrapping paper, which I'm really excited about. And then each week we'll have 12 to 14 local shops. Some of them will just come for one weekend and others will come for multiple weekends, but they will bring different products. So you really have to come down there every weekend to really take advantage of um, all the fun products um, and um, shops that we will have down there. And you can actually find a full roster of shops on our website at okcpopups.com slash roster. Um, so we'll have shops that have participated in the event since 2013, and then also some brand new shops for everyone to discover. So you can definitely see the full list and kind of plan out what you're going to be shopping for each weekend. Awesome. I am already in full shopping mode for my family this year, um, especially with this year looking a little different. I didn't want to count on shipping delays, you know, or anything else that might pop up. So um, I need list ideas. What are your favorite unique gifts to be found for kids, moms, or grandparents? Um, well, how much time do you have? <laughs> well, I mean, and I have to be honest, I haven't started my holiday shopping myself because I typically do it all at the pop-ups. Um, but, you know, for me, with my family living abroad, I typically um, try to really focus on products that are made here because we not only have a lot of local shops, we have a lot of local makers. So, you know, that can be kids books about Oklahoma or candles that are made here, home decor that kind of, you know, takes us back to our culture in Oklahoma, jewelry made by local makers. We have such a wide variety of products that are specific to our state. Um, so I always try to focus on that. And, you know, I think something we don't always think of is that you can really find gifts for everyone on your list just by shopping local. And I know that Amazon seems like the easiest way to get all of the shopping done. But that is one of the reasons we have the pop-ups. You know, we select shops each week specifically so that you can find a gift for everyone on your list when you come down, whether it's your kids, your nieces and nephews, your partner, your parents, or even your pets. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to um, bring up is that we have a new directory on our website, and that's isaok.org slash directory. And you can use filters on um, the website to find local shops carrying the type of products that you're looking for. So, you know, you can go on there and select women's clothing or kids or even face masks because that's probably going to be a pretty popular stocking stuffer this year and it will just bring up all the shops carrying those products which you can either visit in store or shop online from and 
you know, I know a lot of us are trying to make a point to buy all of our gifts locally this year. So that's a really good resource to connect you with the right local shop for your need. That is awesome. And I mean, that perfect segue to the next topic. Um, and speaking of Amazon shopping and all those kinds of things, um, ISA, the Independent Shopkeepers Association, seems like it was just established at just the right time. Um, early, early this year, January of 2020, before the shutdown um, and everything. So talk to us about why ISA was initially established, because it now seems more needed than ever. And how has the organization um, maybe had to change directions during the challenges of 2020, um, and especially upon small business, that sector was has been hit pretty hard. Mm -hmm. So um, we worked on creating ISA last year. And the main reason for it was that there just wasn't a platform specific to independent shops in Oklahoma. And most industries have had professional associations in place for years and our local shops didn't. So from having conversations with them throughout the year, a lot of, a lot of them felt like there was a big need for it, that their needs and challenges are just so different than other industries that they needed their own association. So they wanted an organization that would support them and advocate for them and provide continued education opportunities, but also bring them all together so they could grow together. So that was our main goal, was to make sure there was a healthy business climate for local shops in Oklahoma. Um, and that was 2019. And then we officially launched in January of this year, which was only two short months before COVID happened. So like you said, um, it has come at the right time. It's been a chaotic year and nothing like we expected, but it has also been extremely needed for the shop. So everything for us changed very quickly from big picture goals and really fun events that we had planned for um, the year to just day-to-day -day support for the shops and our members so we could make sure they could survive this crisis. That kind of became the only goal was to make sure they could keep their doors open. Um, so everything we do is always based on what the shops need and listening to them directly, which when COVID hit, the most helpful thing at that point was to guide and inform them, whether it was on local and state regulations, understanding and applying for PPP or other grants, or just finding new ways to connect with customers um, because there wasn't much guidance offered to them. So we kind of took that task on so they could just focus on their shop and, you know, sales and making it through and it's been a lot of communicating and one-on-one -on -one consulting to make sure that they can still be around for us and you know one of the other goals we had when creating isa was collecting and analyzing data specific to local shops because we have never had that here um, and that has turned out to be another strong focus this year so shopkeepers could not only benchmark themselves against industry standards and know where they stand, but also better understand their community and their customers need when everything is changing so quickly. Um, that, and of course, promoting local, shop, local shopping and educating our customers on the power they have in making sure we have a vibrant small business community. That is so helpful. I, I cannot imagine the stressors right now on our local business community 
and you providing those resources, the support, uh, the information, breaking things down that could otherwise be really hard to find or confusing um, as we're all navigating this together. I'm sure they're very, very thankful for ISA through all of this. So well done to you all. Um, according to the U.S. Small Business Association, there's currently 27.9 million small businesses in the U.S which make up 44% of economic activity. Entrepreneurialism is definitely the backbone of American culture and identity. Um, and in Oklahoma, that's no different. Those margins are actually even greater, not to mention the workforce's reliance on small business, providing job opportunities to about 50% of Oklahomans. Um, ISA, I know, is working to keep those numbers growing even through the challenges of this year. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Amazon um, and those competition conveniences that uh, they can deliver next day, but really talk to us and drive home that point about why local shopping is important. Well, you know, talking about Amazon, I think if anyone is a fan of next day shipping, I think that's where curbside pickup has been a game changer. Um, you can actually get your items quicker from a local shop without even going inside than by shopping with Amazon Prime. Um, and this year has really proven how quickly our local shops can adapt and provide solutions that are best suited for their shoppers in our community, um, much more than big box stores can. Um, but back to your question, you know, we all know that local shops are a vital part of our communities economically and culturally. I don't think any of us want to live in a city where all we have are a bunch of Targets and Walmarts, as convenient as they are. You know, we want shops that represent who we are, especially as a young state like Oklahoma. Our local shops are helping shape our identity and they are the face of our community when visitors come to our city, just like when we go on a trip somewhere, which hopefully we'll be able to do that again soon. But, you know, when you visit a new place, you're not driving around looking to check out what their target looks like. You know, it's going to look exactly the same as the one you have down the street from your house. What we want to see is unique local shops and restaurants where we can kind of immerse ourselves in the local culture. And our local shops give us a sense of belonging and community, um, which national chains just can't do for us. And our shopkeepers, you know, they're our family members, they're our friends, they're our neighbors, and they have worked really hard in investing in our city so that we could grow the way we have in the last few years. Um, so we really have to rally behind them to make sure they can keep their doors open. Amazon will still be here next year. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> our local shops are currently still at risk of not making it through the holiday season. So. Like I said, we all know the importance of local businesses in our community. But what's important right now is to really make a conscious decision and effort to support them and shop from them regularly. Well said. Uh, you've talked about the um, benefits to members of ISA, the incentives for memberships. Um, is it only retail shop owners that, begin, that can become members of that organization? Yeah, so our members are what we call local independent shopkeepers. And shopkeepers, while it is mainly, you know, regular retail, 
it also, you know, we also consider bakeries and coffee shops, for example, to be shopkeepers because of the day-to-day -day challenges and interactions they have with customers that are just very similar to a clothing store, for example. So our members are anything from women's clothing shops to home decor, antique stores, but also bakeries and coffee shops. Um, and the important part is that they are all locally owned and managed. So um, as far as benefits, our members get day-to-day -day advocacy and support, which has been the central point of this year's um, efforts. Um, we offer educational opportunities, access to exclusive industry data so they can um, make better decisions, better informed decisions for their shop listing on our directory. Um, they have access to an online group where they can network together and ask each other questions and help each other out. And then other opportunities to connect with like-minded shopkeepers. And all of that information is also on our website at isaok.org slash pledge. Awesome. Well, Cleo, how can we as a community support ISA? How can we support the holiday pop-up shops? And uh, any last information you'd like to leave us with um, on the note of local shopping? Yeah, well, when it comes to the holiday pop-ups, you can support us by attending the event, uh, making sure you follow safety guidelines so we can make sure this event can happen for our local shops. Um, and then buy something from all of the shops down there. Um, you know, that's always the point. but um, bigger picture i think for all of us to make a point to shop local this holiday season and beyond whether it's at the pop-ups or online or in store you know that is the most helpful thing we can do as a community um, if 2020 has taught us anything is that we cannot take anything for granted and that includes our local shops um, so if we don't want to wake up next year in a city we don't really recognize uh, we need to shop from them now you know, what it comes down to is the purchases we are making right now for the holiday season is going to influence what our city looks like a year from now. So just making a point to buy all or even just a majority of your gifts locally can make a huge difference. And, you know, I know it doesn't always feel like um, we can make a difference just as one person. Um, but when it comes to shopping local, you can absolutely make a difference. Every single purchase makes a difference to these shops. So um, other than that, I think the power of word of mouth cannot be overestimated um, beyond just buying from local shops. If you can just share their post on social media, tell your friends and family about them. That is one of the most powerful things you can do. Um, so, you know, I think just being very conscious that they need our support. They have been there for us, um, you know, for the last decade and specifically this year when they have been the most conscious about keeping us safe. Um, we need to focus on them too by buying local and making sure that they're going to be around next year. 
Absolutely. And luckily it's easy to do because our local shops are outstanding in their selection of products that are creative, witty, funny. You mentioned even bakeries and coffee shops that have merchandise or coffee to go. I mean, we have such a great collection of uh, local business here that it will not be hard to support them with all of your holiday shopping this year. So thank you for really um, driving that point home and uh, encouraging us to be a part of a bigger picture and a bigger solution um, in our city. So we so appreciate your time today, Cleo. Uh, for all of you tuning in, you can learn more about the holiday pop-up shops by visiting www.okcpopups.com um, or ISA's website, Independent Shopkeepers Association. Um, as Cleo mentioned, they have filtering technology where you can go to find any a gift for anyone on your list. Thank you all for listening and join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.